According to philosopher of science Stephen C. Mayer, the theory of intelligent design holds that there are telltale features of living systems and the universe that are best explained by an intelligent cause. The theory does not challenge the idea of evolution defined as change over time or even common ancestry, but it does dispute Darwin's idea that the cause of biological change is wholly blind and undirected. There are three core claims to intelligent design theory. That empirical evidence passes reliable design detection criteria to warrant a scientific inference to intelligent design as the best explanation of the evidence. Let's look at these three claims in reverse order beginning with the idea that the design inference is a scientific inference. Well, actually, many atheists, such as Richard Dawkins, Bradley Monton, Victor J. Stenger, accept that intelligent design theory is a scientific theory. They would simply think that it's a false scientific theory. Now, atheist philosopher Thomas Nagel points out that a purely semantic classification of a hypothesis or its denial as belonging or not to science is of limited interest to someone who wants to know whether the hypothesis is true or false. Of course, a hypothesis can be true or false whether or not it's a scientific hypothesis. But supposing that intelligent design theory is true, it would surely be implausible not to call it science. After all, what are you going to do? Defund all the biology departments and give the money to the philosophy and or theology departments in order to further our understanding of nature? What about the claim that we have reliable design detection criteria? Actually, plenty of sciences depend upon the idea that we have reliable design detection criteria. Uh, think of forensic science or the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Drawing upon the work of mathematician and philosopher William A. Dembski, William Lane Craig argues that as a basis for a design inference, in addition to high improbability, there also needs to be conformity to an independently given pattern. When these two elements are present, we have specified complexity, which is the tip-off to intelligent design. Thus, for example, in a poker game, any deal of cards is equally and highly improbable. But if you find that every time a certain player deals, he gets all four aces, you can bet this is not the result of chance, but of design. As Richard Dawkins writes in Free Inquiry magazine, the concept of specified complexity takes care of the sensible point that, in the unique disposition of its parts, a pile of detached watch parts tossed in a box is as improbable as a fully functioning, genuinely complicated watch.
What is specified about a watch is that it is improbable in the specific direction of telling the time. And what about the claim that we have empirical evidence that passes such uh, a test of intelligence? American biochemist Michael J. Behe uh, introduced the concept of irreducible complexity to this debate. It turns out that irreducible complexity is just a, a particular example of specified complexity. Behe writes that by irreducibly complex I mean a single system composed of several well-matched interacting parts that contribute to basic function, wherein the removal of any one of the parts causes the system to effectively cease functioning. Behe argues that at the biomolecular level of life there are many irreducibly complex machines made of proteins. Uh, for example, the bacterial flagellum illustrated in this slide. Now, an irreducibly complex system can't evolve directly by slight successive modifications because a direct precursor that's missing a part is, by definition, non-functional. So there's nothing uh, advantageous to be selected. On the other hand, an irreducibly complex system is very unlikely to evolve indirectly. Behe says that as the complexity of an interacting system increases, the likelihood of such an indirect route drops. Hence, a sufficiently complex, irreducibly complex system is a particular example of specified complexity. Stephen C. Mayer argues from what he calls the information in life. He writes, there is simply too much information in the cell to be explained by chance alone. The information in DNA and RNA has also been shown to defy explanation by forces of chemical necessity. Saying otherwise would be like saying a headline arose as the result of chemical attraction between ink and paper. DNA functions like a software program. We know from experience that software comes from programmers. Indeed, Richard Dawkins writes that at the bottom of my garden is a large willow tree and it is pumping downy seeds into the air containing DNA whose coded characters spell out specific instructions for building willow trees. It is raining instructions out there. It's raining programs. That is not a metaphor, it is the plain truth. We can formalise Mayer's argument like this. 1. Things exhibiting specified complexity are best explained as the product of intelligent design. After all, intelligence is the only known cause of such information. But 2. Life exhibits specified complexity.
Mayer argues that it does so particularly in the large amounts of functional information required for the origin of life and for the origination of new animal body plans, something he argues respectively in his books Signature in the Cell and Darwin's Doubt. From these two premises it follows that three, therefore, the best explanation of life includes an appeal to intelligent design. Now one might consider that argument, steps one, two and three, as a scientific argument, an argument in the realm of natural philosophy. As Mayer himself points out in his book Return of the God Hypothesis, one can extend the argument from the mere conclusion of intelligent design to an argument for theism if one adds the premise 4 that the best explanation of premise 3, that is the conclusion of mere intelligent design, is theistic. In other words, uh, a theistic explanation of intelligent design is the best explanation of that evidence. One might think this because theism avoids problems of infinite regress and comports with other evidence, uh, such as the evidence from the fine-tuning of the cosmos, uh, or the fact that the cosmos had a beginning, as appealed to by the Kalam cosmological argument. It would then follow that five, therefore the best explanation of life, is theistic. And one may consider this extension of the intelligent design argument as a move from the realm of science uh, into the realm of metaphysics.